Welcome to the CX Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Katrina Scarlett, and I'm here to help you elevate your customer experience to create a legacy of raving loyal fans for your business. This show has been recorded in a mini series format to quickly get you the information you need. I know as an entrepreneur, you're super busy. That's why each episode lasts roughly the same amount of time you spend sitting in the Starbucks drive-thru. This first mini series is focused on giving you an introduction to customer experience and explaining why it's so incredibly vital for your online business. So without further ado, my friend, let's get started. for episode number five in our mini series. This one is solely dedicated to digging into the value and power of building raving loyal fans for your business. Now, we sort of discussed the importance of raving loyal fans in episode number two, but we didn't really like dig into the meat and potatoes of it. So for this episode, I want to focus on three core benefits of having raving loyal fans represent your business. Now, before we dive into those three benefits, I want to start this episode with a couple prefaces or disclaimers, whatever you want to call them. The first is that I want you to remind yourself as you listen to this episode and even future ones that raving loyal fans are all about quality over quantity. If you know me, if you've ever worked with me, you know that this is something I almost always echo. I am far more interested in quality over quantity. I don't care if my email list has a hundred people on it. So long as those hundred people are engaged in my emails, I would far rather that than have a hundred thousand people on my list when only two or three people open them. And they're probably my mom under different email addresses, right? So consider that as you're listening to this episode, and even if you go back and listen to other episodes in this mini-series, raving loyal fans are like your top quality customer. They are so golden, it's not even funny. And if you have five of them, amazing. If you have 10, fantastic, but all you need is one. The other thing I want to remind us all about is to not get lost in the numbers of other businesses. And what I mean by that more specifically is that I want you to try really hard to not go down that rabbit hole of comparing yourself and your business to the perceived successes of another business in the same space as you based on what you see on their social channels. Just because another business that's in the same space as yours has 10,000 Instagram followers and you may only have 500 it doesn't mean that that business is better at what you do than you are. All it tells us is that they're really good at getting followers. But you know what? 9,800 of those 10,000 could be fake. They may have been generated by bots. They may have been purchased. But it's very unlikely that those 10,000 or any big portion of that number has actually done direct business with that brand and is vouching for them being excellent at what they deliver simply because they follow them on social media. And let's go back in time. 40 years ago, people didn't base their decisions on who to do business with based on their number of customers in their Rolodex. They didn't have access to that information, nor did they care. They only cared that the business made it easy to do business with them 
and that they offered a strong product or service and that they treated their people well. And when push comes to shove, that core desire from the consumer base has not changed. Those are the three main things that every customer is looking for. Is it easy to do business with you? Do you deliver on your promise of services and products? And do you treat me well? That's it. Nowhere in there is how many followers do you have on Instagram? Because it doesn't validate the quality of the business or the level of experience and service that they offer. So please just remember that what you see out there in social media land and what you see others in your space projecting as their success in business is not indicative of a huge base of raving loyal fans. A lot of it can be smoke and mirrors and we cannot let ourselves get lost in that because that distracts us from properly showing up for our customers and serving them to the very best of our ability. So now that we have those two very important disclaimers slash prefaces taken care of, let's dig into those three core benefits of creating raving loyal fans for your business. The first is extended reach. And by that, I mean the extended exposure that comes from the support of those raving loyal fans. So that could be in geographic location, or it could just be getting your business in front of a different community of people that you wouldn't otherwise have gotten in front of. And by extended community, that could also mean their online audience, right? Depending on who your raving loyal fans are, they themselves could have a presence in the online space. And that opens up a world of opportunity as well, too, when it comes to exposure. Now, one area that I really want to highlight here when we're talking about extended reach is that a lot of people will mistake affiliates for raving loyal fans. And I very much want to clarify that they are two completely different things. Affiliates. While great on their own, they're fantastic to have for your business, they share your business and offerings because you have incentivized them to do so. There's something in it for them. They still could love your business, love your brand, love the products and services and you as the business owner, but ultimately they're acting as an affiliate because there is something that they get in return. Whereas your raving loyal fans, they don't need to be incentivized. They're true believers who want others to benefit from the value you provide. And they're likely already out there advocating for your business without even being asked. Now, that being said, I do support the use of affiliate programs in online businesses because I do believe they're a great way to help you extend reach and exposure as well as create growth and momentum for your business. And of course, it's fantastic to also reward people for helping you with those efforts. I just don't want you confusing affiliates for raving loyal fans. At the end of the day, the mass majority of your affiliate program are people who are there because you're incentivizing them to help you. Take away your affiliate program today and you'll probably only be left with a small percentage of people who are going to continue to advocate for your business and offerings simply because they want to. Those are your raving loyal fans. So now on to benefit number two, increased profit margin. Now, again, for those of you who know me, I tend to focus more on impact and results versus the financial bottom line. But we're all here and in business and truth be told, we need to be profitable in order to stay in business. By expanding and increasing our profit margin, we actually create more room and space for us to be of service. 
And unfortunately, when some businesses start to struggle financially in the area of profit margin, their knee-jerk reaction is to cut expenses versus looking at ways to increase revenue and profit. And quite often, when a business cuts expenses, there is usually a trickle effect or negative impact on the customer experience. And when that happens, those choices to cut expenses can actually have an adverse effect. They can actually reduce your profit margin and your revenue even further because now the exceptional customer experience and service that your business has become known for is altered and not for the better. So if we lean into our raving loyal fans, we're actually leveraging the number one marketing source, word of mouth, or in other terms, organic marketing. When we have raving loyal fans to lean into, it means that when we have a new offer, product, or service to put out into the universe, they're going to be excited and willing to share that with their network. When we have raving loyal fans supporting our business, it means we essentially have a perpetual marketing wheel in motion and we should be seeing regular lead generation coming into our business through those organic marketing means and the word of mouth from our raving loyal fans. And what does that mean in return? It means that when we have something new to share, or even if it's just a matter of increasing exposure for our business, We don't need to make our top priority to be dropping a crap ton of money into ad spend for social media ads and cold lead generation. I'm not saying that's not still important and that that effort isn't required. It probably still is. However, it does not need to be primary. It can be secondary at best to leveraging that organic marketing wheel you already have in motion through your raving loyal fans. Okay, moving on now to benefit number three, which is strong marketing research opportunities. Your raving loyal fans are going to be the first to tell you when you've knocked their socks off. And they're also going to be the first to tell you if you're falling short and not living up to the bar of excellence you've set for your business. They're also going to be the most transparent and honest in terms of a form of feedback. So when you're needing to seek true market research, whether it be feedback on a product or service or to capture things like keywords and phrases to align your marketing more to your ideal client, these people are golden. They will tell it like it is and likely share more with you than anyone else would be willing to do because they care and they're invested in your success. So if you're looking for authentic and honest feedback to learn how you can expand and improve further, look to your raving loyal fans because they are your best resource. Alrighty, we've reached that point. It's time to call this episode a wrap, but you know I can't do so without leaving you with a tidbit of homework. This is an exercise that I want to encourage you to do in two parts. The first being more of a mental visualization exercise, and the second really being taking it a step further by putting pen to paper. Honestly though, if you only do the first part, the mental visualization portion, this can still have a profound impact on your business. What I want you to do is to design your raving loyal fan avatar. Yes, you've likely already done this for your ideal client and customer base, but that exercise and picture is usually focused on who you need to speak to to move them from prospect or lead to customer. But what is that picture of your ideal client as it pertains to taking them from customer to raving loyal fan? So for example, let's just say your ideal client is someone named, I don't, Linda, 
And they're in their 40s, they're married with three kids, maybe a six-figure income, et cetera, et cetera. What does Linda need to move from customer to raving loyal fan? Do they need to purchase from you more than five times? Do they need to maybe invest in one-to-one consulting with you? Or are they better suited to go through one of your group programs? What experiences and touch points with your business does Linda need to have in order to build up the necessary trust and confidence in you and your business to become a raving loyal fan? What does that journey look like for them? How long should it take? Six months, two years? With a clear picture of your raving loyal fan avatar, you now have an expanded view of your ideal client and you can really leverage that to better understand what they need and desire and how you can support them further after you've gained them as a customer. Okay, my friend, it's time for me to let you get back to your day. But before I do so, I want to make sure I extend that special invite to have you join me for the final episode in this mini series. That episode is going to be focused on discussing who is in the customer centric seat for your business. Is it you? Is it another team member? Or maybe it's time to hire a special team member for that role. This is going to be a great way for us to cap off the mini series because it's going to help you discern and identify what's currently happening in your business. And if it's potentially time to maybe shake things up to make sure that you're really servicing your customers at the best possible level. So with that, have a fantastic day and I will catch you on the final episode. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in today. If you're keen to learn more about amplifying your customer experience, head on over to our website at scarletandco.ca. At the bottom of the homepage, you can snag our high value email swipe bundle, five customer centric emails every business needs in their arsenal to create raving loyal fans. It's completely free and a great place to start on your customer experience journey. Then, if you want to dive in even deeper by becoming a CX Pro yourself, check out our CX certification program. You can find links for all of this and more in the show notes. As always, much gratitude, my friend. I'll catch you next time. Oh, 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 oh